I'm Frank Powers, and this is Lifestyle Tucson, the program where I speak to our neighbors, the people behind the scenes of our amazing organizations, small businesses, and nonprofits. Our friends are informing you how they serve our community, and they are here to give you updates on future projects. Let's make some new friends right now. We have all heard the term Rotary Club, but do you know what that term means? A Rotary Club is a local branch of Rotary International, the global network of 1.4 million neighbors, friends, leaders, and problem solvers who see a world where people unite and take action to create lasting change across the globe, in our communities, and in ourselves. Rotary is dedicated to their mission of service above self. Locally, the Catalina Rotary Club was founded in 1948, and today we are celebrating its 75th anniversary on Lifestyle Tucson. That's 75 years of giving back to the community with hands-on activities and financial support. The club consists of over 60 members, and I'm joined by Catalina Rotary Club's former president, Jimmy Munoz-Cano. How you doing, Jimmy? I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for having us. And we are also joined by current Catalina Rotary Club president, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. It's Andy Kerr. Good morning, Mr. President. Good morning, Frank. It's a pleasure to be here. Heck yeah. Thanks for being here. I'm so excited to talk about everything. I didn't know it was going to be so presidential in here. I would have worn a tie. It's all right. We're all dressed for radio, so it's okay. Now, let's get to know a little bit about the Catalina Rotary Club. Since we're talking about history, let's ask the former president, Jimmy, can you give us a brief history of the club here in Tucson? Yeah, love to. Thank you for, for having us again. Uh, like you had mentioned, uh, we are now celebrating our 75th anniversary. We were founded in 1948. A little bit of trivia, we are actually the second city club in Rotary International. And what that means in its past history, Rotary used to be limited to one club per city. And so, as obviously, as the clubs grew and as Rotary International grew, uh, Tucson was the first city that was allowed to have a second club, and we are proud to carry that banner. Wow. Uh, where we are the, uh, the first second city club, that's a mouthful, uh, in Rotary International. So we've raised uh, millions uh, for our local community uh, here in Tucson and even abroad in the last 75 years, uh, and it really is one of those things. It's a literally countless hours uh, of hands-on service that we are. So we not only like to support our community, like you had mentioned, in financial way, uh, but we also like to do that very proactive involvement um, with the causes that we support. You guys do a lot around town. I was looking all over the website. So let's jump from history right to the present. What's the Catalina Rotary Club focused on in 2023? In 2023, Frank, the club is focused on changing the lives of children in need in our community. What that really means is we're focused on helping children across the Tucson community in ways that they couldn't do for themselves. We have raised $12,000 in the last couple of years for books for the Erickson School Library. It was the first time Erickson School had received new books in over five years. Wow. Um, for our 75th anniversary, we decided to go out and go big. We have pledged $75,000 to Yodo Youth on Their Own, which are youth trying to get through high school without the support systems that most students have. It's a rising problem, but Tucson has one of the best organizations in Yodo uh, in the country to, to address this, but they need our help. So we're helping them move into their new facility. We also have been working with Intricative Touch, 
which is a healing center, In Touch organization is really focused on helping children uh, who are at risk, who are going into uh, medical procedures and the like, but have now expanded that to address the needs of the whole family. We also committed $75,000 to the In Touch organization. Wow. I mean, that's some of just the financial backing that you help people in groups with. There's a lot of grants I saw. You guys help with a lot of programs. And it's not always some big amount like 75000 Sometimes just getting $500 to a school for new books or dictionaries. Tell me about your dictionary program. What was that one? Frank, there are many Rotary Clubs across the Tucson area that work with local schools. We have four schools that we have been working with, and we provide third graders with dictionaries. Oftentimes, these are the first books that these students have ever owned. That's incredible. You know, books, super important. Dictionaries, very important because you got to get verbose in the world these days. A lot of big highfalutin words get you to high important places talking to presidents. That's how I do it. (laughs) I read that at Dictionary from A to Z. There you go. (laughs) So you talk about um, really your mission statement. So the mission statement of the Rotary is service above self. But Catalina has a personal motto of changing the lives of young people in need. So you're talking a little bit about it there. But, Jimmy, let me ask you, like, tell me what that message means to you personally. I guess I'll answer that question in in two ways, Um, because really what it means to me um, is a result of what what it is that the club does. And so changing the lives of young people in need, it's a never-evolving thing or issue. Uh, As Andy just mentioned, uh, some of the projects that we've helped with and are helping um, more recently um, are specified to uh, to the homeless problem that's going on in Tucson oh. uh, and also to to the medical assistance uh, therapy problem. And uh, but it's but it's a bit of a, divi- a diverse approach that we've taken. For example, a few years ago, we partnered with the Boys and Girls Club. We helped. We paid fifty thousand dollars to help with a conversion of their clubhouse to have a creative arts center. So it's now the home of the Catalina Rotary Club Creative Arts Center uh, that we've helped support. And so obviously that has a very different approach uh, or it's addressing a different need. Um, A lot of those kids, and especially nowadays, just a lot more creative, uh, a lot more um, focused on the arts and we're big supporters of that. Heck yeah, I actually had the privilege of talking to the uh, CEO of the Boys and Girls Club last week. You can check out that interview over on the uh, Apple iPod something something, wherever you get podcasts. But they talked a lot about that art center, and that is courtesy of you guys. That's amazing. Right, right. No, we, we're very proud of that. And again, that goes back. We, we, we helped with the $50,000 donation that we were able to raise. But we got our hands dirty, and we were able to actually go in there and help. Uh, I don't know if I would say that we knocked down any walls or anything like that. Uh, but there were certainly a lot of involvement from our members um, in helping in helping remodel that space. And so, as you can see, there's there's a need in Tucson, a need for our youth. And for me personally, um, especially being a father, you know, the, we can see the importance of a good childhood. Um, and and I I don't want to say that it's just done for selfish reasons, uh, but having experienced that. Uh, those types of events and those types of commitments that we have uh, made over the years, it's really something that almost feels like we get more uh, of the reward uh, than what we're giving. Um, and so I, I don't want to paint it in a picture. It's done for selfish reasons because really it isn't. And obviously it's, it's a group effort. Uh, but for me, it just means so much to us. Uh, Tucson 
Tucson is um, the old Pueblo. It's our hometown. And so we want to make sure that it's taken care of for the next generation. And so being able to do our small part is, is a very rewarding experience. And so we've been able to maintain communication with, uh, with, with kids that we've helped in the past. And, and just seeing their success stories is something that, uh, that's been really moving. So, so it's, uh, it's a great experience overall. Feels good to do good. I mean, exactly. that's just a fact. Exactly. Yep. You get really far in life, I've found, by volunteering, and that's a big part. Volunteer for organizations that are helping others. It really is its own reward. That's a, an old cliche, but cliches exist because sometimes they are just that true. Right. So it really right. does feel Completely good to agree. help out. Let me ask you, Andy, tell me what the message of the Catalina Rotary means to you, changing the lives of young people in need. Frank, the motto for, for our club, when it's internalized, is what can we do to help pay it forward? We were all blessed somewhere along the way by teachers, by parents, um, maybe somebody in Boy Scouts or in church or synagogue that helped us along the way. Mm -hmm. How do we pay it back? We have all of us been so blessed, and there are others out there who need our help. So whatever we can do improves every aspect of the Tucson community. Yeah, being a mentor is really important. And kids need it more than a parent because sometimes, I'm not sure if you realize that, kids don't like listening to parents. But for some what? reason, a stranger can give them that same message and it, yes. it it holds weight. And someone that they look up to, like a mentor, can really impact a kid's life because they believe in what that person tells them, especially if that person's telling them that they're good at a skill or keep it up and you'll go far. Your mom's got to tell you that. But people in the community when they recognize you for an ability, a skill, whether it's art, music, something like that, I find it really does stand out and resonate with a kid. In the fall uh, just past, we had the opportunity to do some landscaping work at the Boys and Girls Club of Tucson, the same one on Grant. And we had a number of the boys and girls from the club out there helping us. And we were in a position where we could actually mentor, for lack of a better term, uh, them as they were planting cactus and pulling up weeds and doing everything else. But to see the look in their eye when an adult who doesn't know them compliments them, mm -hmm. encourages them, and perhaps gives them a little guidance is really very re rewarding to see. I mean, and you see it. You do see it. So tell me about some of the other events that you have going on. Because doing the, the community planning there, cleaning up, what other things are you doing to engage some groups, group activities in the community? Well, one of the things uh, coming up uh, very shortly uh, on March 4th, we are joining with nine other Tucson-based Rotary Clubs to help clean up the Rilito River. Uh, we're working with Tucson Clean and Beautiful, and we are working through the other Tucson area Rotary Clubs, to have manpower out there. It is really based out of uh, Brandy Fenton Park. There is another site. You can go online to our website and get some information on this or to uh, rotaryd5500.org, which is the district Rotary site, and they have information on that river cleanup. This is our second year participating in this. Uh, and also reflects the fact that we're not just doing things on our own. We're out there doing things with other clubs, with the other organizations. 
We support other organizations. Uh, we have. Uh, we also do things such as helping to do meals, at, uh, fill bags at the community food bank. Mm. And so, I think just to add to that, uh, there there is a lot of collaboration that our club does with other organizations in the community, not just with uh, other Rotary clubs here in Tucson. Mm-hmm. Uh, we like to spread ourselves out a little bit. Uh, and so we have worked with Habitat for Humanity uh, to help with their projects. And obviously that's a that's a big need. Housing is a, is a wonderful cause for us to support. Uh, we've also, um, and, and this is just in more kind of ad hoc, on a whim, uh, a member comes in and says, I'm working with Hands of Hope, uh, and we want to collect diapers and, and other goods for, for uh, new mothers and babies. And so we bring in diapers, or we bring in different, um, different things that are needed. And so it's just that kind of spirit that we, that we promote, we, we really live. Um, and so, but it's good to, to reach out and work with other organizations in town uh, to be able to um, support in the ways that we can, both financially and, again, hands-on, uh, to, to kind of help that kind of spirit thrive in, in Tucson. There was something you touched on earlier, and now you technically touched on it again. Talk to me about homelessness and how you're trying to help curb that and help these people. The number of homeless is growing. Uh, we all know it's a problem. So the most important thing for us, getting back to serving the needs of children, is how do you prevent them from becoming homeless? Mm. The idea behind books at Erickson School came from the fact that if you don't know how to read at grade level by the third grade, if you don't know how to do math at grade level by the eighth grade, you are behind the eight ball for the rest of your life. Wow. So the most important thing to us about homeless, frankly, is how do we prevent it at the beginning? The best way to do that is with supporting young people through organizations like Yodo, uh, like Helping Hands, some of the other outreach groups that we can do intervention before they become part of the homeless problem themselves. Wow, you don't think about it like that. You don't think about trying to solve some of the homeless problem by really helping kids pre-third grade. That's a hell of a statistic. That's almost terrifying because sometimes you look at the ranking of where certain schools in Arizona are, and it can be scary when you look nationwide because we're in the 40s, I believe, still. And it is some of these groups, neighbors, people that really got to kind of step up to help educate these kids because they're not entirely able to get it through public schools. And sadly, many of them also don't receive enough support from home. Yeah. So anything we can do to help. And, and to throw a plug here for Youth on Their Own, they're a great organization here. This is from their, from their website, but um, they've served 2,100, uh, almost 2,200 uh, youths in Tucson. Um, and this is a period from just July of 2019 to June 30th of the following year. So in a wow. year's time, about 2,200 kids have, been, uh, have received assistance. So there's been about 8,500 stipends, and this is issued for good grades and attendance. So it's not just oh. assistance without questions asked, although there is quite a bit of that provided. But there's also the mentorship that we had earlier talked about that they're providing. So we, within their structure, they're doing that. Uh, they've issued 780-ish uh, bus passes. Uh, there's lots of basic items, over 61,000 basic items that they've distributed. And most importantly, in kind of addressing the education uh, question here, 
84% graduation rate. And so that is an amazing service that they that provide. Is. And obviously, with that much assistance needed, there's a huge amount of help that they need from the community. And so w- the way that we're participating, our $75,000 donation will go to their new, uh, their new location. Uh, it's there on Tucson Boulevard, just north of Grant. Um, and we're proud to sponsor their drive-up facilities so that people in the community can drive up and provide, whether it's clothing, food, you know, the different, uh, different uh, items that they collect. Um, that's going to be uh, the, the Rotary, Catalina Rotary Club's uh, part of the building. I don't know what else to call it, but uh, we're, we're proud to sponsor that part of the facility, which is a, a small part of what they do. But, but those numbers just tell you how much there is just here in our, in our own backyard. We're not talking about uh, a third world countries or, or you know, obviously there's, there's a lot of issues going around the world where the youth uh, are very adversely affected. This is just here in Tucson. Yeah, a um, lot of small parts make up a big piece, and you guys are a big piece of the community, that's for sure. Well, we're happy to, happy to be a part of it, for sure. Yeah, think globally, act locally. That's a big thing that we talk about with some of my friends uh, when it comes to community service, things like that, because, you know, everyone really pays attention to the presidential election, but they don't really pay attention to the local elections as much <laughs> as they should. Right. People really care about supposedly the country, but they should care about their street. You know, care about your community, care about your neighborhood, really get the job done. If you clean up all the litter in your neighborhood and other people clean the litter in their neighborhoods, we're litter free. One of the things we do, Frank, is we clean up a mile and a half long stretch of Skyline Drive. And um, we do that a couple of times a year. And it's amazing how many bags of assorted trash you get off the side of the road. If our city looks better... People tend to behave better. Yep. That's a fact. And so even something like a road cleanup. And it's also, it's hands-on. It's collaborative among members of the club. And this is one area where you can actually see the fruits of your labor when you can go down a clean street, at least for a while. Yeah, at least for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But over the 75 years, we, we also tend to think globally. Um, we're very proud of Tucson and happy to do what we can in our community. But our projects over the years, and this is going back, uh, I'll just say a few generations um, of Rotarians for Catalina Rotary. We've been involved with, uh, with, pro- with projects in Ayahic, Mexico. And so that's a water purification pro- um, uh, program that we had. Uh, there's also Capacitar in Peru, which is a playground equipment. Um, is that right, Andy? Uh, it's also... A way of dealing with stress, helping students deal with stress in whatever settings they're in. It's uh, actually been adopted by um, Rio Health and other organizations here as a way to help not only caregivers, but also patients. Um, And it began for us in Peru uh, because we had a member who was Peruvian and saw the need. We've also had a member um, who saw a need for medical equipment in, uh, in Russia. In 1990, uh, Russia actually started welcoming Rotary Clubs again. Wow. And so we were able to work and get some medical supplies over there. We've done prosthetic eyes in Africa. And since 1985, we have participated in the... Um, 
the biggest project Rotary has ever undertaken internationally, which is the eradication of polio. That's what I was going to bring up. And right here in Tucson is one of the largest annual events in raising funds towards that. The El Tour de Tucson mm-hmm. has a subset of the ride to end polio, where literally hundreds, if not thousands, of Rotarians from around the world have brought their bicycles out or rented them locally and have ridden around with sponsorships. And in the last 12 years, including the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation match, we have raised over $61 million to eradicate polio. What a big deal. Like, that's so impressive. Everyone thinks that's an international problem, but sadly, in the last year, they have found some polio cases uh, up in the state of New York. And so, sadly, uh, as we have said to others, you're only one airplane flight away from reinfecting a location. Mm. We're down to two countries that have endemic polio. uh, That is Pakistan and Afghanistan. Uh, And it is a struggle to get that eradicated. But we are hopeful. Vaccine became a dirty word to some people, and it changed the way people start believing in medicine, unfortunately. Sadly. Yeah. But, hey, you just keep volunteering, doing your best to fight that good fight. And that brings me to one of my last questions. we got about five minutes left. Um, you got a lot of opportunities for volunteers. Still accepting members? Rotary is a wonderful organization, a very open organization, We would love to have more members. It's a very unique, uh, you can come by and visit us at the Viscount Suite on a Friday afternoon. We meet at noon on Fridays. Uh, We always welcome people to stop by and take a look at us. It gives us a chance to take a look at them. Uh, It is a club where you are invited to join, but we are always looking for people who are interested in having a good time. We work hard. We have a lot of fun and we get stuff done. There you go. I could swear I was in the bathroom earlier. It said for a good time call. And it was your phone number. It was a hell of a thing. <laughs> I thought we fixed that, Andy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It does sound like fun. And you guys have been great to talk to. Where can people find all the information that they need to find? Give me those websites and your social media and every single thing going on. Well, we are up on social media. Our website is CatalinaRotary.org. If you are interested in Rotary, um, we are our district is RotaryD5500.org. That's District 5500. And we are on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Uh, we're on LinkedIn. So you can find us there, Catalina Rotary. Well, happy anniversary, fellas. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I really appreciate you coming in. I love talking to guys like you because figureheads in the community are really important. Sometimes things like this turn into wallpaper. You know, people don't really recognize what exists because I talk to a lot of people and people are looking for groups. They're looking for friends. They're looking for things to do. They're looking for ways to help, but they don't even know where to start. And they all think they have to invent it themselves. And like I say, the best advice I give to people is just volunteer, find people doing the things that you want to do, and you'll get involved. It's a really easy way to do it, and you guys sound like you're making it really easy to change the world just by showing up and getting involved with the Catalina Rotary Club. Thank you very much, Frank. 
and thank you for the opportunity to share our story with Tucson. Heck yeah. Thanks, Frank. Absolutely. Today we made friends with Jimmy Munozcano and Andy Kerr of the Catalina Rotary Club, and they are indeed changing the lives of young people in need. And you can help people in need too. I'm going to tell you how to actually use this show because the way success works in this town is networking. And when it comes to networking, Tucson's the baby bear's porridge. It's just right. So I'm going to recap for you all the organizations, those websites, socials, and everything you need to know, especially some big events coming up for the Catalina Rotary Club. So first, they talked about youth on their own. Make sure you check out this organization and help some kids get through high school. They're rewarded for good grades and attendance. Go check them out. The Boys and Girls Club of Tucson. I interviewed the CEO last week. You can find that episode wherever great podcasts are found, probably iTunes, wherever it is. Go check that out and make sure you check out the Boys and Girls Club of Tucson. Interactive Touch was mentioned. There's more info on them. You can just bing it. And as far as some of these socials are concerned, you can go to rotary.org for an overview of the entire organization. You can go to catalinarotary.org for a look at what we're doing locally. And even more local than that, you can check out catalinarotaryd5500.org. That's for District 5500. So there's all your websites to check out. But now I've got some events to tell you about because the Catalina Rotary Club raises money through their biggest fundraiser, and that's selling beer. Hey, do I have your attention now? That's right. Just drinking a beer at the Conquistadors Color Guard Classic March 3rd through the 5th is a great way to support the Rotary Club because they are the ones that provide all the beer for this event and 100% of the proceeds get distributed. The tips, the uh, cost, and everything goes to various organizations and the Catalina Rotary Club itself. If golf's not your thing, don't worry. I know the rodeo is, and it's coming back to town from the 18th to the 25th. And all of the money raised from beer sales there goes right back into our community thanks to the Catalina Rotary Club. What a great way to raise funds. But if you're not into drinking, just go donate at their website. Another way to donate is, of course, donate your time. And you can do that March 4th at the Big Rito River Cleanup courtesy of the Catalina Rotary Club. Don't be afraid to get your hands dirty and help Tucson look a little more beautiful. So once again, I would like to thank our new friends at the Catalina Rotary Club for joining me today. You've been listening to Lifestyle Tucson. For more information about our program or to listen to something you may have missed, go to the Sunday mornings page on klpx.com, kfma.com, mixfm.com, or espntucson.com. You can also subscribe on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are mined. I'm your BFF, Frank Powers. Toot, toot, Tucson. I love you the most.